Enjoy. When it's all been said and done, the village square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, One village many voices. Many. From the stables of Taken Peace Desk comes the Village Square radio meeting supported by Church in Action, Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspective. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. Let's meet at the Village Square. A beautiful morning to you out there. You're welcome to another edition of the program Village Square. It's a meeting where we discuss issues and pro profile solutions with our voices to these problems. This is Village Square and I'm going to be your host. My name is Gloria Pa. Together with me in this village, I have my team in persons of Joseph Odedeji, who is also a villager, Julius Abimuku, Red John Red. Uh, they are all villagers. Well, uh, you want to stay tuned. You want to just listen to our discussion today. Uh, it's still the 16 days of ad ad advocacy against gender-based violence with the global team Orange the World. And today is the seventh day. And on this activism, I would wish you ensure that you're part of speaking out to for yourself and for others who are being um, viol violated or victimized or whatever. And then today, being the first day of December, is the World AIDS Day. Uh, each year, the world comes to commemorate com com the World AIDS Day. People around the world unite to show support for people living with HIV. So you don't want to stigmatize anybody. And if you have, uh, you are affected or infected with the HIV, um, you want to stay strong because resilience is the key word. Today, we'll, uh, we'll be talking about the topic, impediments for development food insecurity. I have with me another villager in person of Mr. Ian Cardam, the former chief agronomist ASCC, who will shed more light to us on this issue as it concerns us. Mr. Ian, you're welcome. Yeah, good morning. Thank you very much. Thank you. Village Square is brought to you from Tekken Peace Decks with support by Church, for Church in Action Netherlands. We'll be taking a break and when we come back, we'll go straight into the streets and hear what people have to say about food insecurity in our country. When it's all been said and done, the Village Square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, many voices. From the stables of Tech and Peace Desk comes the Village Square Radio Meeting, supported by Church in Action Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspectives. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. Let's meet at the Village Square. My name is Chiruma Hosea, a farmer and a technical advisor on vegetable production. The impact of the rise in price of inputs, the seeds, yeah, is really enormous and it is a reason for fear because there's no way the farmer will 
buy his inputs at a very high cost and then you expect his output to be sold at a reasonable price that all can be able to afford. And given the the way pricing, the pricing mechanism of agricultural produce in Nigeria, we always say, okay, when it's too much in the market, the prices will likely fall. When the when it is inadequate in the market, the, the prices will likely rise. But this is how I see it. Because cost of inputs are high, the farmer cannot produce Sunana Raymond Jerimon Baba Nikuma to Nima Leminede Nakoyarwa Amakaranta Faculty na Agricultural Affairs University Geshwa Gaskia Parashing Abubua de Dama Nagona Irin Sukaya wanda ana ampaida she agona wanda asha pisu iri da za shuka da kuma ko su tractor su kayan aiki dai gaskiya shine tsadan su yana sa manoma suna fuskantan barazana sosai ba kadan ba saboda yau kwanakin bayan can shekaru da dama manoma sukan iya su samu taki su yi noma wanda babu damuwa amma yanzu a ce taki buhu daya ya kai Dubai da yawa ai hajiya kin san cewan abun ba kanta so my name na Sandra Kingsley Kedma I'm a business woman um as food day expensive now food day very cost now and money no day town People fool for town. Money no day. As money no day, hunger go too much. As hunger too much, it go lead to stealing. As food no day to chop. Many go go steal. In fact, some women go go prostituting. Some some go go streets, they beg. So things no day easy. Well, you're welcome back from the streets. We have it there from people. We heard their voices. Well, today, as I said earlier on, we should be talking about food insecurity in Nigeria. Now, one of the important and crucial debates in the world today is how to provide sufficient food for over 7 million people in the world. In 2019, 690 people were suffering from hunger globally. Now, food insecurity is one major challenge of most African governments. And then... We are looking at the, the low level of human capital and then the unfavorable climate in, 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 in these regions. And Nigeria happens to be one of the numbers of highest people living in extreme uh, poverty. Now, the Global Food Security Index ranked that uh, Nigeria has been um, one of the countries with the increasing food insecurity. Now, Nigeria has been ranked 94th amongst 113 countries. Uh, in not in north central in the north central and the north eastern state where we have uh, kidnapping uh, cattle rustling and then the unfavorable climate condition and then unfortunately also the covid-19 pandemic has aggravated 
the food insecurity situation in Nigeria. So, Mr. Ian, we've been talking about this uh, food insecurity. When talking about food insecurity, what mm. do we really mean? Well, basically, um, the food security here in Nigeria means that Nigeria can't feed itself. Uh, despite having over 800 million acres of arable land, uh, Nigeria relies heavily on imported foods. Um, food, food security means that all people at all times have unrestricted access to fish, sufficient, safe and nutritious food mm. that meets their preferences and, and dietary needs for an active and healthy life. And this is what we should be striving for uh, uh, here in Nigeria. Uh, before the, 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 the Nigerian civil war, Nigeria was self-sufficient in food. But then something happened. We became uh, reliant more on, uh, on the oil industry and the agricultural production went down in the country. Together with that, a rise, uh, a rise in, the, in the population, a, a very, very rapid rise in the, in the number of Nigerians uh, over the last uh, 30 or 40 years. Okay, so um, having said that, so what, what is the extent of food insecurity? that we in Nigeria or Nigerians face? To what, what's the extent we face that? Uh, well, people, well, lots of people are going to, uh, lots of people are going to bed hungry. They don't have access to, to nutritious food. Uh, in, there, there's, there is a, a security situation in the north that we all know about. This prevent, and most of the arable farming is done in the northern states. Yes. So that farmers are, uh, are reluctant uh, because of security reasons to go out and actually farm their land. Yes. So, for instance, this year there's been a drop in the in the um, in the yields of uh, of maize, uh, soya beans, uh, which are which are sta stable stable um, crops yeah. uh, for for Nigerians. Yes. And so there, there is there is a, a lack of a lack of uh, these basic products for the poultry industry for, and the, the animal feed industry, for instance, which are, which are now having a bad time and the prices are rising. Even at this time now, just after the, the harvest, the, 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 prices are, the prices are quite high compared to even last year. Yes. Um, so it doesn't bide well for the future. So that, that's to say that uh, when food uh, price increase or mm. it rise, mm. it doesn't just affect us as human beings. It goes to affect the animals very well. It affects the poultry. Yes. So the uh, whole poultry industry, which is a trillion dollar, a trillion naira industry, yes, <sighs> is affected by the lack of maize and soy meal at this time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's appalling. But I, I'm sure there's hope for us. Well, uh, Nigeria is experiencing its second wave of recession. Mm. What does that foretell for food insecurity? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't uh, really bide well. Uh, there are, uh, of course, it's all. It's all in the hands of the government. The, com the government can take uh, certain measures to to alleviate the problems. Okay. Uh, in in August uh, uh, 2019, the government uh, closed the borders. Okay. To uh, with 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 good intentions, maybe trying to protect the the the, the local farmers and to keep the prices high, uh, uh, a kind of um, uh, economic um, uh, pillow, so that the uh, the farmers won't lose out to 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 cheaper imports. Okay. But unfortunately, Nigeria, we in, here in Nigeria, we can't. Like I said, we can't produce enough food to feed ourselves. 
So I think I think the government, the, the 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 federal government has announced that uh, the the borders will be opened yes. in the near future. Yes, yes. This will this will somehow alleviate the problem of uh, of food insecurity okay. in the country. Okay. So I think th th that means there's hope for us. Of course. The future is looking brighter. Of course. Because looking at the prices of things now, it's kind of scary, you know. Yes. yes. I know. So I know. because I I can't just. Mm. You know, the common man can't afford a measure of rice. Yes, I know, I know, and it's and it's it's a staple food, and it's it's very worrying. Um, okay, long term, the, it's all in the hands of government as well. I say that long term, long long term uh, infrastructure and long term planning is needed for the agricultural uh, future here in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. um, the, there are no there are no subsidies as such given to Nigerian farmers. For instance, uh, in in the Europe, the Common Agricultural Policy, uh, seventy five billion dollars uh, is given to European farmers every year to to support the farmers. Uh, in my country, Israel, if uh, if we do project, I've done many projects, uh, whether, whether it's citrus projects, whether it's even flower projects. The, the government will sponsor up to 30% of that project. Okay, that's good. And so, and so there should be some kind of support for farmers. Okay. Uh, that together with, uh, we, we heard the gentleman earlier, the, okay. problem, with, the problem with inputs, okay. the, 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 fertilizer, the fertilizers here in Nigeria are of very poor quality. Um, they're, they're not, the, the soluble fertilizers uh, are banned from importation now. now. It's very difficult to import them. So local fertilizers are relied on. Mm. The, the quality is very low. Okay. The seeds, this, the, um, the, the government should allow the um, um, hybrid seeds to be imported into Nigeria so that the farmers can get a better yield. For instance, I'll give you a statistic. Here in Nigeria, the, the average yield of a he hectare of, uh, of maize is 1.8 tons. In the United States, it's 18 tons, exactly 10 times. Yes. Okay, the United States has a different climate. They have better, better, like better quality seed, better quality fertilizer, mechanization. Mm -hmm. But it could happen here. It could happen here. And Nigeria, you're a very resourceful people. You're very intelligent people. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you have the land, you have the water. It, yes. You just need Imagine, imagine Benway State. If, if water could be pumped from the Benway River yes. to irrigate the whole state, okay, it would yes. be green all year round. Yes, you could have three crops of rice instead of one. Yes, you could grow maize all year round. In my country, Israel, the whole, the whole, most of the area is 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 um, is irrigated. It can be irrigated mm -hmm. by a national conduit that was built in the in the sixties that pumps water from. The main source of water, uh, fresh water in Israel is the Sea of Galilee. Pumps it down to the Negev, 300 kilometers. We can irrigate most of the land. Here in Nigeria, only 1% of the land is, uh, is irrigated. Okay. So what this is, these, are thing, these are things for, for federal government to, to, to be aware of and for projects to be um, started. Right. Thank you very much, sir. Mm. My people, if you know, they hear us, so we they talk for village and a meeting where we get this morning with Mr. Ian um, from ASTC, sorry, formerly ASTC chief agronomist. Now, him, they help us 
uh, touch light this issue of food insecurity. Maybe say food don't the price for food don't the rise. Uh, people know to get that food. People know to get money to buy food. So he they help us make we talk um, and find solution to this problem. Uh, Mr. Ian, I'm sorry I'll have to because I know no, no the, the language <laughs> but I, I know yes, you understood I what I said. Yes. yes. Okay, so um, we're still talking about food insecurity. Mm. Uh, what's your assessment of the government of uh, efforts in diversifying the economy from oil to agriculture? Because we knew that there was it was all agriculture. Now yes. it wasn't just food. Yes. We had rubber yes. that we were exporting. Yes. Palm oil, palm yes. kernel. Yes. We had cocoa, cotton. Yes. Yes. And uh, all of these, we exported them. Very well. Then the oil boom. Yes. And then we left yes. the agriculture. Yes. And we came back to oil. Yes. So what's what's your assessment about that effort that governments are doing or making? Well, the, the government has to try and reverse that that trend of rely of relying on oil. We see what's happening now. Since the COVID crisis, then the price of oil has gone down to, it went down to I think, just over twenty dollars a barrel. And so, and, and the actual, it was actually at a loss because you have to pay for storage of the oil, and so, and so it's it's hovering around fifty dollars now. But even even so, it's it's not bringing it's not bringing a lot of um, uh, uh, dollars into into the into the country now. And you can see the the the, the economic situation has been has been um, worsened yes. by the COVID crisis. Yes. The, 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 the whole world was, was closed down. Mm. Uh, airlines weren't flying, cars weren't driving to work. And so there's a, the, 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 the demand for, for petrol, for oil, uh, uh, obviously uh, decreased. And, and this is the situation we're in now, where Nigeria relies heavily on oil and of course the oil industry is in is in uh, is in depression at the moment um the 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 government has to put an emphasis on 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 agriculture uh, president buhari when he first was when he was first elected he he did he one of the one of his first first speeches was this emphasis on getting people back on the land getting people back into agriculture um some some efforts have been made but I think uh, there's still a lot to do to try and um, to support the farmers by giving them security in the north, by, like I said, by, by giving them access to good quality seeds, good quality fertilizers, to mechanization, to irrigation projects, all these things. Okay, thank you very much. Um, uh, talking about this government, I know this government have tried, they've yes. made a lot of... Um, commitment to see that people go back to farming yes but i think there's a major problem uh, the security yes in the country yes. so people are scared of going into farming yes while others would rather wait for the white collar jobs i think there's there's a problem there some are not too interested in in farming yes but it's true is mm -hmm. it true that the agricultural sector has a lot of money there very well very well so I've, i can be rich if i go into farming very well yes very well i've been in agriculture all my life i've grown i've gone to, in israel i grew citrus i grew flowers i've traveled all around the world uh, growing things I've, I've i've done projects in zimbabwe in new zealand in hungary i've been around and 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 money can be made from agriculture um 
even 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 today people people who are doing agriculture people who are growing um, uh, vegetables for instance uh, are, are, can make can make a lot of money imagine if you had a hectare of uh, onions now how much money you could make <laughs> it's like gold yes <laughs> talking about onions yes. you know <laughs> but uh, and especially here on plateau state where, where you have the uh, the enormous advantage of the of the cooler weather so so lots of vegetables can be grown that that can't be grown anywhere else i grow myself uh, beef tomatoes cucumbers peppers uh, different types of lettuce and and we we send them down to abuja to lagos there's a very good market very oh. good market All so day. you can make so you can make money you wow. can make money okay that's mm. interesting so my people if they hear me you feel make money from agriculture as government they try to do their own you too you guys stand up try do your own too mm. um the significant rise in price of inputs when i say inputs i know you understand what i mean yes. now the 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 seeds and the seedlings fertilizers yes. sprays herbicides yes. and all of that is mm. frightening mm. does that have a direct impact on food insecurity yes of course if 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 uh, if a farmer with uh, with 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 a couple of plots of land uh, a subsistence farmer can't afford the, uh, to to buy to buy fertilizer or to to buy insecticides or fungicides, uh, then it obviously has a has a effect on the on the yield, and like and like I've already said, the yields the yields here in Nigeria are very low compared to other places in the world. Uh, when I was in ASTC, we were growing maize in uh, in our dairy farm in Bokus, and I was getting with with uh, an improved variety of uh, of maize, not. Not GMO, just a just a hybrid, a hybrid uh, variety, together with mechanization, planting at the right, right spacing, giving fertilizer at the right time. I was getting over five and a half, six six tons per hectare, Ooh. which is which is a doable here. In uh, imagine imagine if you have a plot and instead of getting one and a half tons uh, per hectare, you get five tons. So, it makes the difference, so, makes all the difference for the future that you have enough, you'll have enough money to continue and to grow and maybe uh, cultivate more land for the following year. Okay, so what are we not getting right in food production? What's the problem? What are we not getting right? Um, basically, basically it's the it's the impulse it's the it's the fertilizer quality okay. and the and the seeds and the and and the uh, and somehow the education of the farmers okay. a lot of farmers are still using the old traditional methods of farming uh, intercropping um, the space the spacing the spacing is is not correct um, not using proper f fertilizers at, at uh, the or the proper fertilizer at the right time when I was in STC, we did lots of work with uh, with local farmers, and we did uh, we did improve the the yields of um, of 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 all the all the crops here here on Plateau State by educating the farmers. We had seminars seminars on potato production, on maize. I, I did a maize protocol, so uh, uh, telling the farmers exactly how to plant, when to give the fertilizer, at the right time, mm. which fertilizer to give. Um, and 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 it improved. Yeah, it improved the improved the food production. Food production. Well, so good. this is this is what, in my country, in in the in in Israel, the, there is the 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 Ministry of Agriculture sends sends out um, um, uh, guides 
for various crops to and we, and we have lectures of of of, of uh, the farmers to to educators on on um, on on the on different methods and on improved ways of growing things okay so um if we get it right yes. and we produce well yes we will be fighting food insecurity yes we will have more food in the market of course okay that's nice of course well uh, listener if you've been listening to us this is village square and we've been with Ian in the studio we shall take a short break and when we come back we'll begin to take your calls and uh, messages for our messages you can join us on our social media handles facebook at tech and peace decks and then for instagram too at tech and peace decks please do ensure you uh, join this conversation let's take a quick break and we'll be back Welcome back to Village Square. We now welcome you as we take the talk this matter ever since where we start now uh, food production as we the talk um, uh, since for studio with Mr. Ian. Now him be our guest. Him to na villager. I go carry and come out from one village. Come bring our studio. Make we talk this matter for village. So Mr. Ian, government has several announcements on uh, grants, on loans, and other schemes to help promote farmers. Mm. Um, Yet, food insecurity is still staring at us at the face. Now, Christmas is, is here. We just, today is the 1st of December. In less than 25 days, we'll be celebrating Christmas. 
and um this past month that's the month of november it's harvest it was harvest month yes. and then we we went to the market mm. and prices were still high yes considering harvest yeah. normally during harvest prices would, would drop mm. at least mm. it didn't mm. it kept rising mm. now we have christmas mm. how many people can afford to buy rice mm. you know it's rice christmas and rice I know. and then how many people can afford to buy chicken Yes. I, I I learned that a bag of feet for chicken it was about four thousand eight hundred there mm. about to mm. five thousand naira, mm. and then if you're buying um, a chicken, yes, it goes for two thousand naira yes. to five upward. Yes. Mm. What's the problem? It is staring at us at the face. Uh, the the problem the problem is supply and demand. You see that, that, that if you if you like it, go, it went back to my first the, my first uh, statement that Nigeria we can't feed ourselves so we can't pr we can't the, the f like 60 60 or 70 percent of um, of chicken feed is maize maize and maize and soy meal so if these if if there's a shortage of these base products and the price is high then the price of course of the finished feed will be high that together with the other ingredients in in the in the chicken feed which is the, the amino acids like methylene lysine um uh, toxin binder all these things which are imported and of course they they they're, they're a lot more expensive now because the dollar the dollar yesterday was 498 uh, naira to one dollar, yes. whereas this time last year it was three hundred and sixty. So it makes everything more and more expensive. The the problem is that the poor people are the ones who will suffer from this. Uh, they'll suffer from these price rises. A, cr a crate of eggs three months ago was nine hundred uh, naira. Now it's one thousand one, one thousand two hundred yes. naira. Chicken, of course, the price of the chicken chicken meat has is increased because of the same the same problem. So it's going to be the, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult for poor people and these are the people that always suffer. So we have to try and help as as much as we can. We need a solution to <laughs> we that. Do. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, our call our lines to call in is 081000 that's zero in three places 81124. I take that again 081000 and then you can join us on our social media handles, Facebook at Tekan Peace Dex and Instagram at Tekan Peace Dex. I beg, mekuna call, mekuna put mouth for this matter. Um, we're still talking about this problem of yes. food insecurity. Yes. Do we have any solutions to this problem? Well, people can take the people can take take their own problems into their own hands. They can. I know a lot of of, of people who have started. Have started growing, growing, uh, growing chickens for eggs and and broilers for meat, and and uh, a, a bit of spare land that they have. They're growing vegetables or growing rice or maize. People have to, because because of the high price of um, of all the, of, of food nowadays, we can try and grow our own. This is one of the one of the solutions that we can take if we have any spare land, and there's plenty of spare land available uh, here in Nigeria a lot of land is not cultivated and uh, so we should take advantage of as much of the, of the, of the land as we can 
Thank you very much, Mr. Ian. Uh, you seem to be giving us hope for this problem, but when we look at the problem, I, mm. I, 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 well, we are optimistic. We are people with hope. Yes. Now, do you think that the COVID-19 pandemic has an effect on food production in Nigeria? Well, we've 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 talked about some of the problems because of the COVID because of the COVID nineteen. Then, really, most of the world was under lockdown. Um, people were working from home. Uh, the the airlines uh, were grounded. Uh, so the the uh, the demand for oil uh, uh, reduced uh, drastically. Therefore, the the price of oil reduced uh, drastically. And Nigeria, of course, is is that's its its biggest resource. So, so there's less money coming into Nigeria, less money to spend. Inflation, um, the, the 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 naira is, has been weakened, and all this, of course, it has it's had effect. It's had an effect. It's had an effect on the whole world, not only Nigeria. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's had an effect. Now we 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 the the issue of food insecurity. We look at the recession we look at inflation yes all of that contributed to or it's contributing yes. to uh, food insecurity yes uh, listener if you're listening to us you can join us by calling 081-000-81124 and then you can join our social media handles at taken peace desk that's for twitter twitter at taken peace desk Facebook at Taken Peace Decks. Please join the conversation. Uh, my people have been here. Yeah, okay. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. morning. I love your program. I'm just tuning in now. Please, can we have your name and your... Hello? Please, can we have your name and where you're calling us from? Okay, I'm... I'm, I'm Sorry, we're not getting you. We're not getting you. Hello? Hello? Okay, please do call us back. We didn't get you. Sorry for that. So we were talking about food insecurity. Mm. And we've been talking about the production of food, uh, of food, how we can enhance our production. Mm. And if we produce this food, mm. is there uh, any means of storage or processing it? Uh, this, is another, this is another problem we have here in Nigeria is the, is the post the post-harvest okay. um, uh, storage facilities, transportation. Um, uh, this this could be increased. Uh, this this could be improved greatly. Uh, special uh, silage facilities for for storing maize, uh, drying maize properly, um, storing it so there'll be less aphatoxins in the in the maize, less less um, molds uh, developing. Um, and also, uh, tr uh, transportation is a is a big problem. The infrastructure is not so so good, and there are very few cool cool trucks to to transport um, uh, fresh vegetables, for instance. And so there is a lot of waste uh, 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 post harvest. All these things can be improved. Okay, they can be improved um, when we. When we say they can be improved, hmm. okay, let's take a look at uh, tomato production. Yes. Plateau State. Yes. We produce a lot of tomatoes. Now I'm talking of um, 
not the greenhouse production, yes. open field open product. Field. Yes, mm -hmm. we produce a lot, and then we now, after a while, mm. we have tomato. The the price is the glut. It's yes, a glut. yes, yes. So what what can be done to prevent that? <laughs> okay. Um, most most of okay most of because it's going back to the the one of the problems that I mentioned before is, is the lack of irrigation the lack of irrigated land only one percent of the land here in Nigeria is irrigated and so if we had if we had proper irrigation systems mm. then you could grow tomatoes for a longer for a longer period it's challenging to grow tomatoes in the rainy season because of the um, because of the diseases they're quite um, sensitive mm. to fungal diseases so most farmers most farmers plant at the same time uh, growing at the same time and they're harvesting at the same time so of course there there is a certain time that that there is a glut of tomatoes and and the and the market can't take it so you see the tomatoes being dried on the on the rocks by the side of the, the field which is which is unfortunate because it's a very it's a very good cash crop also there's a lack of processing um uh, Dang, uh, dangote now in uh, in Kano and other states he's 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 going into uh, tomatoes in a big way uh, hundreds of hectares thousands even uh, are being grown for processing and that's and that's a good that's a good way of of um, um, uh, uh, preserving preserving tomatoes, preserving the vitamins that are in tomatoes, uh, uh, and and uh, Nigerians eat a lot of tomatoes. They have lots of tomatoes in their soup. They have tomato paste. <laughs> yes. You like tomatoes? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, it's it's also the problem of continuation because. There are lots of projects that that were that that have that have that have failed or have closed down because because of the lack of continuation that seems to be with different projects in this country. Um, I know out in in, in Doroa there's a there's a big there's the Cadbury's had a big tomato processing plant there. It's still there. I've been inside. All the all the machinery is still there, but there weren't enough tomatoes to to feed the processing factory. Because of the because of the infrastructure, uh, the the UTC had a, uh, had a had a big um, project uh, out in um, in Bokos, but it closed down after after a few years. So there seems to be a lack of continuation, a lack of of um, uh, of purpose when it comes to the agricultural projects. Same with my project ASTC as well. It was a it was a fantastic project set up by the former governor governor Jang to provide to provide mechanization mechanized farming uh, to Okay sorry please I'll okay. hold you to the Hello Hello Good morning Hello good morning Please can we have your name from I didn't get you Can you hear me Yes we can hear you loud and clear oh, Okay Um your name I please mean, the greatest threat the greatest threat to food uh, security is they, they generally security. Okay. Especially on the farm. You can see what happened, the uh, rice farmers, how they were killed by Boko Haram and the soldiers and all that. Mm -hmm. Then we now have this uh, header, I mean, commercial crisis or whatever it's called. I, 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 I feel that it's high time we embrace technology and uh, start this idea of um, cattle, you know, 
Mm. You better say I break one thing. LMD opened, I mean, a band opened grazing. Mm. Then again, like on the plastic, I heard uh, you talk about the tomatoes and all that. You see, my, my worry is um, let us have uh, industries, not the government of the day, a partner with uh, the private partnership, let them have industries that will give value to this food. You know, sometimes when, this, uh, uh, when we have these produce, within two weeks or so, you, you don't find them again. And there is no industry to even, to even uh, uh, process them and give value to them. So that's the problem we're having. So let, let, let's all give up in this country. God bless Nigeria. Thank you very much, Ada from Rantia. So you heard her, her comments. Yes. She said one of the problems to food insecurity is insecurity itself. Yes, we, we mentioned that. Yes, yes I, I heard that the, of, this, um, of these killings of rice farmers in the north and it, this is this is one of the biggest problems we talked about it that uh, that farmers are frightened to go out and 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 work on their fields because because of the security problem and this this is really the job of of the police and the and the and the and the, and the, and the army to 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 provide that's what they're there for to provide protection for the yes. for the people it's their fundamental right exactly okay. exactly yes so we have a lot to do in that area so um, can we not depend solely on government for us to come out of the problem of food insecurity? Is there a way out? Yes, there are lots of, there are lots of private um, um, initiatives and there are lots of NGOs that are working out there, uh, government free, and, and they're, doing, they're doing very well. Um, sometimes government help is a hindrance rather than a, <laughs> rather than a, rather than a help. Uh, so, but but it 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 really it really it, it does take a few entrepreneurs to, and there are a lot of like I mentioned the Dangote project for tomatoes. It's complete. It's 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 run by it's a, it's a it's a private company that's uh, that's doing this. There's no government help at all, and he's succeeding very well. Um, other uh, o, uh, Olam has big rice farms in uh, in Nasarawa, okay. and. Um, and 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 the and the rice farms in in the biggest rice producing area is in in Kebi State, mm. and they and they're producing a lot of rice without any, without government um, without government help. Mm. So of course yes, private private individuals initiatives uh, are, are very welcome. Thank you very much, sir. <coughs> um, I have this message says from Habila Kwara Kakshi says, I can relate to this very well as grain procurement specialist. We are having steady increase in price during harvest seasons like this. It means that we are looming for food crisis next year. That's what he says. Mm. Then Moses Pa says, the rising cost of foodstuff in markets is an issue. He says the high cost of onions in Nigeria today is an insight to the current economic hardship in the country. Yes. Yes. Now, um, we're mm. saying yes. there's a problem. Yes. This, this it, it, other person is saying from next year we might have food crisis. Um, well, we've, the government have already stated that the borders will be opened and so that the, 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 the Nigeria will be able to export uh, maize from, from other countries. So this will alleviate, um, this, will, this will alleviate, first of all, it will, the price will be stabilized okay. uh, and, um, and also um, it will provide, 
provide more, of course, more, more, more maize on the market. Maize, soybeans, rice, all these things. Okay. And Habila says again, as a procurement specialist, I tell people that they should buy and stock what they can because we're heading for food crisis next year. Mm. Well, thank you very much, sir. Mm. Uh, we, we are, our, our time is up and okay. I would just like to take your last words from for today. What do you have to tell our listener out there? Okay. The, uh, the, first of all, there's, 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 there's a, we, sh- we, sh- we shouldn't give up hope because there's lots of, there's lots of uh, potential here in Nigeria. There's lots for, I'm talking agricultural wise. Mm. Um, you have plenty of land. You have you have the the climate the climate is 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 ideal. Uh, you have plenty of water. It just needs to be diverted to the right places, and with with proper planning with proper infrastructure, then Nigeria can be the breadbasket of of all of Africa. Okay. In Thank the you future. very much. Thank you very much. So we recommend that Nigerian government should redouble efforts aimed at improving food production and processing activities to ensure food security across the state and also boost economic exports to give rise to development. Exactly. Thank you very much. Listener, we have exhausted our time today. We look forward to seeing you or having you next week, God's willing. Remember to tune in at 10 a.m. next Tuesday. Please do ensure to stay safe. COVID-19 is very real and is here with us. From Tekken Peace Decks with support from Church in Action, I have been your host on this village meeting. My name is Gloria Pa and my team, the villagers, Joseph Odejeji, John Red, and Julius, thank you very much for helping out. Um, Do have a nice day. Thank you. This program was brought to you by Tekken Peace Desk with support from Church in Action, Netherlands. Village Square is created by Kabiru Sabo. Helen Philmon Hagai is the executive producer. Forget to tune in again next week, Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning, for another edition of the program Village Square. All came on Radio Nigeria Highland 101.5 FM Jaws. Good morning, Daddy. Daddy, my daughter, what happened to your clothes? Why this storm? And the button is missing. Go and meet your mommy. Mom, here. Huh? What happened to your dress? It's Uncle Nancy that thought a channel we were playing secret game. Uncle Nasser, secret game? Tell us exactly what he did. Ah! Nasser has killed me. And he's not in his room. Let's take her to the hospital. Call the police. Be careful who you leave your children with during the period of lockdown. 
be vigilant and protect your children from all forms of abuse. This message is brought to you by the Federal and State Ministries of Women and Children Affairs with support from UNICEF, EU Spotlight Initiative and the Italian Corporation. Kwa